Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Good morning, beautiful people. I hope you are having a wonderful day. It's a Friday when I'm recording this um, Friday before the 4th of July, so it will be a um, long weekend for a lot of us. I choose to not work on Mondays, so I get a three-day weekend every weekend, but um, for everybody else that doesn't usually get a three-day weekend, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. That sound was Samson. He is chilling under the table that I record on. He is doing well. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you may not have known that he had to have surgery on Monday. The lovely um, Nuggy has some pretty bad skin allergies and he gets super itchy from them and will like eat chunks of his fur off and grew a massive hairball in his stomach, which is disgusting, that had to be surgically removed because it was um, so large. So he has a oh, probably about a, a six inch um, incision on his stomach like on his like belly and then they also cut into his actual stomach to remove the hairball and then stitched him back up so he is on the mend from that it's been going okay um I don't think there's really anything quite like your animal being um hurt or injured and like they, obviously he doesn't understand why his stomach hurts. Um, and we've had a few rough nights where the like timing of his pain medication wasn't ideal. Um, I think we got it figured out now we're it's Friday. So we're like what, four days post op. Um, he, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. It was, um, it was quite stressful. I'm not going to lie. That was actually what spurred my last, um, episode I like spinned it into talking about stress and performance but I was um like freaking out when I recorded um that episode because I just found out that he was having surgery on Monday and it wasn't quite emergency surgery but it wasn't like an optional or like elective surgery I guess if that makes sense it was a he has something wrong. We knew that he had something in his stomach because he, he had a bunch of x-rays um, taken and they could tell that there was something in his stomach. They just couldn't quite figure out what it was. Um, so it, the conversation with the vet went, um, he has something in his stomach. We've tried to flush it out. Like they tried to get him to throw it up and they tried to get him to poop it out and it wouldn't, it wouldn't move. So he's having surgery on Monday to remove it. And I was like, um what like what do you mean my dog has to have um surgery and then they described the surgery and I was hoping that it would be like like minimally invasive I guess as much as surgery can be and I don't know if they do like laparoscopic surgeries for dogs um like they do for humans but no that wasn't an option he was going to have a big a big scar um and like you know, a bunch of things that go along with like getting cut open. Right. So like he can't move, um, incredibly well. I have to make sure that he's not like licking or scratching at a scar, which means that he has to wear, um, the cone of shame when I'm not home. And then he's rocking a t-shirt in the interim. Like he just wears a t-shirt, one of Matt's t-shirts, um, 
all day because I can't like keep an eye on him like 24 seven, even when I'm home. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's rocking a white tee and, um, getting himself stuck when he has to wear his cone of shame. Um, I took a picture of it and if you want to see it, I can send it to you. If you send me like a message, I'll send you the picture of Samson getting stuck in our hallway with the cone of shame on. Some people were pretty sassy at me last night when I posted it on Instagram, like, that I, like, shouldn't have taken a picture. I should have just helped him. But it was, like, the third or fourth time that he got himself stuck with his cone. And I've done everything that I can think of to keep him from getting stuck places with this cone on when I leave. And I'm also trying to minimize the amount of time that I'm away away from him so that he's not having to, like, be stuck with his cone. But, yeah, last night I closed... So yesterday it happened twice. Once he got himself stuck in the bathroom because he walked in and he couldn't figure out how to turn around to get himself out and then like wouldn't just like walk backwards to get out of the bathroom. And then when I left again later last night, I closed all of the doors in our house so that he could literally just like chill in our living room on his bed with his water, with food. Like he has like a little nook if he would just keep himself still. Um, but for whatever reason, he decided that he wanted to walk down the hallway to where all our closed doors are and then tried to turn around, but got stuck. Like the cone got stuck and then his butt was up against the wall. So he just stayed there until I got home. And I, I thought it was really funny. Um, topic of the episode is not Samson surgery, but I wanted to just update everybody about it and how it played into, the stress management um, episode that I recorded earlier and then how I have been responding to the lovely joys that come with an incredibly stressful time. So Samson's surgery was on Monday and on Tuesday I started crying on a business um, like coaching Zoom call. So I'm part of a coaching group that works with other business owners that are trying to grow their businesses and we get to have um, like daily Zoom chats with people where we can ask questions and get feedback and it's a really great program. Um, definitely recommend that you find something if you're trying to grow in whatever capacity. Finding a coach can be really helpful. Um, and when I started crying, well before I started crying, I was like in a state of overwhelm and it has just been, honestly, just been a lot of weird but super stressful things that have happened in the past, like, month and a half um, on top of just, like, the world stress that's happening, right? Like, COVID has been incredibly stressful dealing with all of that, starting a business, um, trying to grow a business, and then I um, injured my shoulder. We're trying to buy a house and trying, like, it should fingers crossed it should work we should actually be closing um later this month but trying to just juggle all of all of the things that go along with it and then my husband works out of town so samson needing surgery and needing basically to be babysat for like 14 days straight um just like incredibly overwhelmed me because i'm like i don't know how i can do all of these things and do them all well and like to the standard that I want them to be. Like I'm only one person. I am al- like alone in this. I cannot handle this. So I reached out um, 
on my business call because I was like, hey, like, I don't, like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do all of these things and do them all well and, like, pretend like I'm okay because I'm not okay. And I started crying, um, which was not planned. I really just wanted to know, like, what do other people do? Like, if they were super overwhelmed because logically I realized, like, I'm not alone in how I'm feeling, um, by any means, like, especially in this like business coaching group, right? Like we're all like hustling and grinding, trying to grow a business. So yeah, started crying and was one, not, not intending to cry. And then two, like kind of embarrassed that I started crying because I was really trying to keep my shit together. And I just wanted feedback on how other people handled the situation. Well, the response was honestly so, so, so amazing. Um, One right after another, probably like six different people unmuted themselves on Zoom and shared some of the stuff that like they've been going through and how refreshing it was to be able to have this conversation because they felt like they were doing it alone as well, right? Like the way that... I think our world operates is that we really only want to share with the world the happy things that we're going through and really not admit that we're we're struggling. And like to a point I get it like you don't want everybody like up in your personal business, but I think it creates this weird sense of everybody else has their shit together and I'm the only one that's struggling, so there must be something wrong with me or what I'm doing. And that can be incredibly defeating and honestly, I think damaging to uh, like a a bunch of us, like to our, our psyches and just like overall mental health. So me, um, unintentionally being incredibly vulnerable on this call had a bunch of other people, um, sharing that they're also experiencing, um, quite a bit of overwhelm and, sharing how they've been managing it and so it ended up being this really amazing like community bonding thing that was completely unexpected and completely um amazing blew my mind I started crying more because I was just like so happy that I wasn't alone and it wasn't just me that was struggling with all of the things that I was struggling with and then this theme of us not being alone has really just been carrying out um, throughout the rest of the week as well. So I have a standing appointment with my therapist every Wednesday and I went in with like like the same question to, to talk to her about it, um, being like, how do I function when I am in this state of overwhelm? And like, I realize that there's going to be times that are more overwhelming than than others. Um, life isn't always going to be this like, you know, rose colored, um, thing. I almost said rose colored cherry. I don't know where my brain was going with that, but like there's going to be ups and downs in life forever. Right. So how can I like better cope when I have these times where like I am so overwhelmed. I have too much on my plate that I like, don't feel like I can function. And, her immediate response is, you're not alone. And at first I meant, 
I thought she meant like you're not alone in struggling with this, but more the more that we talked, like yes, she realized or she meant that, but she also meant like I am not alone in the world. Like the way that our society has developed is we're like fiercely independent. We have to be able to do all of these things on our own when really most of us at least have a community of some sort that is more than willing to help us because we're more than willing to help other people if they're going through things. And it was an interesting, I feel like therapy is just interesting in general, but an interesting exercise of her asking me like, well, who could I reach out to if I needed help? Like actually had to say the, like the words out loud, like who do I have in my network that could help me or could have helped me before I got to this like place of overwhelm where I was crying on on a zoom call and that took me like it took me a little bit longer to come up with a list than probably I wanted to just because I was like resistant to being like nope like I need to be able to figure out like how do I do this on my own and then I realized that um like I have I have a great community and a bunch of people, whether it's like, you know, my family is more than willing to help me with things. Um, I have friends, both friends, like in, um, like the pole world slash aerial world. I have friends in like the business space that if I would have asked for help, that help is available. So that has been a, um, an interesting journey, I think, and an interesting, I don't think it's done. It's not like, oh, you know, like I cried on a Zoom call and I talked to my therapist once about um, being overwhelmed and feeling like I'm alone in things. Um, but been spending, that was on Wednesday, so like yesterday and then so far today on Friday, I've been spending a lot of time just working on like reshifting my mindset a little to me being like, one, I'm not alone. And then two, I have the ability to ask for help in whatever capacity that I need help with and shifting my mindset and like being more gracious, I guess. And I'm not like, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it's like this sense of like calming that's come over me with just saying like, I'm not alone. And I say that every time I start to feel overwhelmed to say like I'm not alone in this I'm not alone in this and that has been actually amazing and like super calming to say over and over for for some reason so I guess what I am hoping to accomplish with this episode is for anyone that's listening to realize that there's complete validity in feeling what you're feeling and if you're feeling something that is not benefiting you in whatever way so like if you're feeling overwhelmed or super stressed um, definitely try the stress management techniques that I listed in the previous episode but then also I really want everyone to know that you're not alone in what you're feeling and that there are people that are available to help you 
with what you're going through. And that could be anything from, you know, like a mental health professional to your friends, to your family, to your community, to strangers on the internet, if that's something that um, you think would be beneficial to share um, with. But at the end of the day, it is important for us to really, truly recognize that we are not alone in this world and that it it can get better. And I hope it gets better for you if you are struggling with something right now. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, you're not alone. Mental health is important. And find find your community and lean on them if you're struggling with something. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.